A very good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be. This is Sven, and welcome to a new episode of Coaster Kings Radio. And today I'm joined by the lovely James. Hi everyone, how are we all doing? Well, I hope everyone is doing great. And、uh, we have something for them to enjoy about Denmark. Yeah, recently we've been going to.、Uh, Denmark,、uh, quite a few times actually.、Um, so、uh, we started with Farup Sommerland, at w- for which we will also record a special podcast for the opening of Phoenix.、Um, then Emma and James they went to Legoland Belund and had a lovely stay there at the hotel as well. I know you guys were crazy about it. Emma, especially, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She was obsessed. <laughs>、okay. So, that will be, make an interesting podcast as well. And、uh, you also visited Tivoli Gardens, James, which I will also be visiting in July. So,、uh, we'll talk about that in the near future as well. But today, we want to talk about another、uh, Danish park、uh, that, had, uh, that opened some novelties this year. Jurs Summerland. I hope I'm saying that correctly. <laughs> I think so. I think so. My Danish is very bad. So,、um, But yeah, James, so you had a special trip for that planned.、Um, how, uh, how did you do that? Where did you stay? How did you go there? Is it easy to reach? Yeah, so it's weird because I think I've been plan- planned it for quite a few months actually.、Mm-hmm. Um, I saw weirdly just somewhere in the internet, I can't remember when it, where it was, it might have been in the forums or something like that.、Um, I saw that they were building the new,、um, a new roller coaster, and with that, a、mm-hmm. new themed area, which we'll get onto.、Um, but then I kind of started planning around that. So that was kind of the first thing I saw.、Um, and obviously, with them having a sort of a later season,、um, mm-hmm. Uh, only just went a couple of weeks ago, so right at the end of April, which is the beginning of their season, so for the opening weekend.、Um, and yes,、yeah, so、um, it's, it depends where you live if it's easy to、mm. reach or not, because from, as someone who lives in the UK, it's with Ryanair, you can fly direct to Aarhus、um, from Stansted, and that's a really simple connection and really quick connection, but I think. From what we were looking,、um, Sven, correct me if I'm wrong, but from mainland Europe, it seems to be a lot more difficult to get out there. No? Yeah, it, it depends.、Uh, so far, from what I've seen, Belund and Copenhagen are the easiest places to go to, from Belgium at least.、Uh, but yeah, so that will depend on where、uh, you are living and flying to. But so, Aris is the closest airport though to j u r s a m e r l a n d then. Yeah, so Aarhus is the closest airport to j u r s a m e r l a n d But weirdly, the airport Aarhus isn't that near the city. Um, it's about 45 minutes away、um, by、oh. car, but it's, the airport is closer to Jules Summerland. So the airport is only 20 minutes drive away from Jules Summerland.、Okay. Um, but the issue behind that potentially is that Jules Summerland has no on site accommodation,、mm. um, which then obviously leads、uh, to where we stay. So we stayed in a lovely apartment on the coastline. 
mm-hmm. in Bonnerup Strand, um, which is about 20 minutes uh, north of Joe's Summerland. Um, and it was an absolutely beautiful location right on the seaside. Um, so we stayed there for a couple of nights and then had one day in the park. And did you go there by rental car then? Yes. So public transport is difficult. Um, if you aren't able to take a rental car, it could be a struggle. Um, Hmm. I mean, obviously you could look at getting a taxi or something, but the bus services are quite infrequent and yeah, the timetables really aren't great. So, um, that's probably the main issue. Mm -hmm. Okay. But then you had a lovely stay at the beach and then one day at your summerland. What was the first area where you went to? In Joe's Summerland. So um, we didn't go straight to the dinosaur land, um, which hmm. is possibly <laughs> somewhat strange. Um, we actually saved that for the afternoon okay. um, as the CEO, uh, Henrik B. Nielsen, um, took us around the new area. Um, so we wanted to save that for hmm. later on in the day. Oh, yeah, that's um, nice. But at the beginning of the day, had to go straight to my favorite ride or favorite area, which is Mexico land. Okay. And what can we find in Mexico land? Yeah, so it's right at the back of the park. So you have to go all the way to the back. Yeah. <laughs> but there's quite a few different things um, there. So I mean, that's, a- always, that's always a, a smart thing to do anyway. So yeah, to avoid were- the, the crowds. Exactly. We were running a little bit behind in a way. I think we got got there about half ten and the park opened at ten. And we Mm -hmm. had plenty of time in a way. But, you know, I had a bit of anxiety that was going to be really busy and we were late. (laughs) And it was going to be really long queues. But it it was okay. And I think, yeah, we went straight to Mexico. And um, I think, first of all, we went on uh, Sol Gordon, actually. Okay. (laughs) Which is like the flying jumbos style ride, mm-hmm. um, which is a bit of a, um, I don't know, it's it's a novelty, isn't it? Well, a novelty, what do you mean? I mean, like, it's, it's, it's um, quite unique in terms of the theming and the soundtrack. Um, it's not new, but it's kind of different. Mm. That's what I meant. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so, yes, um, obviously the kind of uh, extra feature of that ride is that they have the water cannons on board, so <laughs> you can get wet, um, which is... But on board, what do you mean with on board? Is it on the vehicle itself or on other sides? No, so they have on ride, like on the vehicle, they have... Um, on-ride music and then they've mm-hmm. got a lever so you can move yourself up and down mm. um, and then on the side there are like these statues and they squirt water out of their mouth okay um, yeah so that's like in Plopsaland where you have the Blumenmolen which is like the flour mill and then in um, with Maya the bee and then there is this song that says Maya goes up and Willie goes down because you have two characters on that differ each each vehicle, and if you're not doing what the song says, then you get sprayed wet. 
Yeah, exactly. Like so I that. guess it's something similar like that. Yeah, exactly. But I just, <laughs> you know what I'm like with water rides, but I like, I like this one. <laughs> okay. That's funny. Um, in fact, it's the only, only ride I actually went on in the day, which, um, which involved water. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought you were going to go to a different ride straight away. One yes. of your favorite coasters. Yeah, so we went on that second. Uh, second, so we went on uh, Uvalon second. Mm. Um, the reason being because we saw that Tilgold didn't have a queue, and it's quite low capacity, and it does mm. get a queue. So I was thinking, oh gosh, if that has a queue, I can't really, you know, be bothered to stand there for it. Um, but but yeah, and I thought Uvalon's a higher capacity ride. They run it on two trains, so. Mm. I thought it's better to do it that way around. But to be honest, the crowds yeah. were quite low in a way. So, Well, that's good. Yes. But was it so, still running well? Uvalon? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Very intense. Um, I I love that roller coaster. Um, I loved it when I rode it in 2019, and I still love it now. Um, I think it's quite... Um, it's quite um, deceptive, I would say, mm-hmm. and the fact that, first of all, it looks like nothing much, really. You can't really mm-hmm. see the ride in a way um, from kind of from the from the land. You can't really see it because it's hidden to the back. So yeah. you can't really see what happens. You can see the first launch when it comes out of the station, um, but actually the second launch is so much quicker okay. and um, the second half of the layout is super fast paced and it's very intense so i think i think it probably is the most intense roller coaster in the park i would mm. personally say interesting because there's other roller coasters also from intamin out there um I also saw on your article, which you can read on thecoasterkings.com about your Summerland, um, the um, suspended coaster in the Wild Asia area. Yes. So, so um, oh gosh, my pronunciation is probably going to be terrible <laughs> if I try to pronounce it. Um, but yeah, the intermittent suspended coaster in the Wild Asia area is, um, it was... It's branded as a family suspended roller coaster, mm. but I would probably say it's a level up from that. Okay. Um, it's, um, you know, I think some people would compare it to, say, Vampire at Chessington, for example. But I think in comparison, the one at Jules Summerland, obviously it's a different manufacturer to start with, but mm-hmm. it's much more intense um, and much more fast-paced and a longer layout than Vampire. I mean, I definitely prefer it. And that's kind of a random comparison to do, but I think it's just kind of what popped into my head. Um, but the the one thing I would say is that the coaster has quite a bit of a rattle on the track. Oh. <laughs> that can happen with an Intamin, for sure. But was the, was the train empty? Like No, no. It was completely full. Yeah, exactly. Because oh. hmm. then, to make a different comparison, we also rode Orkanen at uh, Farup Sommerland. Which one of the two would you pick? 
Oh, I think I'd pick Okanan. You know, I love that coast. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, there's t- there's two families suspended, still a little thrilling coasters in Denmark. So, I guess it's fair to make the comparison. Yeah, exactly. That's probably a better comparison to do. I would say, um, obviously, Vekoma versus Intamin there, but. Um, I'd probably say that Vekoma does the, the family suspenders better than Intamin does. Mm. Um, but that doesn't make uh, the one at just Summerland a bad roller coaster. It's still a good mm. roller coaster. And probably one of the best things about it and all the rides is the theming, really. Mm. Yeah, it looks like a nice Asian-style theming. Um was that I think it also has uh, a smaller coaster there as well, right? Yeah, that's exactly. fairly new. Yes, that one's much newer. So they recently invested into expanding the World Asia area, um, mm-hmm. and they added this small roller coaster. It's called Jungle Rally. Mm. Um, I don't know what the manufacturer is off the top of my head, but it's just a standard sort of kids coaster mm. <laughs> um i think it's, yeah it's a zero one yes zero force one. Oh, four um, zero sorry yeah and i did ride that in 2019 um mm. but yeah it, it's um not something i would probably rewrite but also at the <laughs> same time they added in um the intimate gyro swing um Tiguran, which is really impressive so um, that's probably the most thrilling ride in the park in inverted commas. Hmm. Yeah, but like the the jungle rally, I think I I mean it makes sense to put it there because you have some thrilling rides, and then that one is more for the smaller children and the families. So that way, it it makes it a an area that has something for all ages, you know. And is that because I, I saw your picture of the entrance. Is it right next to the entrance, that area? Yes, yeah, yeah, that's correct. So when you come in, you go kind of through the turnstiles and you go straight on and you get to this sort of like little plaza area. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can either go left, which takes you to Wild Asia, or you can go right to Piratland. Um, and yeah, if you go left, it's right into Wild Asia and Dragoconion is right next to the entrance. Um hmm. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that makes a nice transition to the pirate area. Because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> that has another Intamin. They really like Intamin there. Piraten? Yes, Piraten. I don't know why when you said that Piraten in Batavia came into my head, which has nothing <laughs> to do with it. <laughs> no. Um, but no, Piraten, yes, an Intamin Megalite coaster. So how did it ride? It's good. It's really good. I think I have... um, It's a nice coaster. It's got good airtime. It's smooth, so that's good. Um, It's a smooth coaster. It's got good airtime. It's quite fast-paced. It's just a nice layout, and I'd say it's actually something which can do well for a bigger age range because it's not actually too intense. Mm. Um, I have read a lot of reviews online saying that Intamin Megalites are really intense, and some of the most intense roller coasters, but actually I would disagree. I think it's a great coaster. I just don't think it's as intense as I was expecting. 
Okay. Yeah, so, and you also have the a special drop tower there? Yes, my favorite. <laughs> um, Your yes. favorite? Your favorite drop tower of all the drop towers? No, it's not my favorite ah. drop tower of all the towers, just my favorite ride in, in that themed area. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but yeah, that's, um, I don't know what manufacturer it is. I don't think I've seen one of them before, actually. They have some of them around, um, but uh, what makes it so special? Well, it's just, I mean, it's definitely a family drop tower, but it tips side mm-hmm. to side when you're at the top, um, and sometimes it will drop sort of on a slanted angle as well. Um, so it's quite funny. Um, it reminds me a little bit of the um, the little drop towers at Tripstrill. Yeah, I was about uh, to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's an ABC um, freefall tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was looking at where they have other ones, but uh, I, can't, I can't remember where. <laughs> Someone, but did yeah, comment. that is definitely yeah. Someone did comment um, on our Instagram the other day that there was um, one in another park somewhere else, and I'm, I can't remember where. Hmm. So. That's not very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> but they do have different themes of of those. And this one looks like a, a saber. Is that the, the word? Yeah. A sword theme. A sword, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Nice. And then they also have technically another roller coaster in that area as well, mm-hmm. um, which is the Mack water coaster. Oh, um, what kind of water coaster is it? So it is, um, it's a exact replica of the second half of the layout of Poseidon at Europa Park. Oh, so it's Mac. Yes. Yes, it's Mac. Um, so it doesn't, or is it the first half? Maybe I've, mm, I think the first half. Yeah, it's the first half. The first half, yeah, that's correct, because, like, with the helixes and stuff, so it has a longer layout rather than going straight down, um, Mm. but it doesn't have two lift hills. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. But you didn't ride it. (laughs) No, not on this occasion. (laughs) Why not, James? (laughs) It was, like, 14, 13, 14 degrees. I mean, that's the decent... I've yeah. done Chapas when it was zero degrees, so. <laughs> I have done Chapas in the cold as well, but. Um, <gasps> See? But, you know, it was. Yeah, I didn't really fancy getting soaked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and what other areas do we have? Uh, Viking Land? Yes, Viking Land um, is also a great area. Um, it's probably actually. Um, I mean, I'm probably going to say this about all of them, but it's one of the <laughs> best the one of the best themed areas as well. Okay. Um, it's really nice. So there, you've got the Gerslauer bobsled coaster. Okay. Um, called Thor's Hammer, and then you've also got a few other attractions as well. So there's a swinging ship, um, and there's some some sort of more ones for kids. But what's really nice about the area is there's 
a nice ice cream and waffles parlor. Mm. <laughs> and you can sit out like on the balcony, which overlooks the water and the roller coaster. And it's really beautiful. Hmm. So which waffle did you get? Um, it was a waffle with soft whip and then chocolate sprinkles and cocoa powder as well. Now everybody is getting hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but you ha- you also had a treat in Westernland. Yes, that's correct. Right at the end of the day, we managed to squeeze it in. Um, we had a crepe with uh, Nutella and ice cream in it again. <laughs> but you also ate there, right? Yeah, so um, the pike were very kind and let us uh, try out the Wild West Buffet, um, which is, so they have three buffet restaurants in the park. Um, Oh, wow. One of them is, oh gosh, my memory. One of them's a pizza and pasta buffet. Mm -hmm. Um, Then they've got the Wild West Buffet and I'm going to forget what the other one is. So, (laughs) um, but yes, it's, um, I think... It's not that cheap to eat there. It's an all-you-can-eat, and the drinks are included mm-hmm. as well. Um, but if you're an annual pass holder, after 2 p.m., you get 25% off. Okay. So they do uh, some discounts for the pass holders. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, uh, what, what, what is the major ride in, in the Western land, then? Or one of the major ones? I'd probably say that the biggest, most popular ride in Westernland is the River Rapids. Okay. Um, Rio Grande River Rapids, um, which you're going to hate me for, but I didn't go on it. You didn't ride it. But did you ride it la- the the previous time you went? No, I've never <gasps> been on a... How can you not ride a rapid... Um, I love those attractions. Well, we will have to do it next time, Sven. Ah, okay. Yeah, then I'll I'll keep you to that. Even when it's freezing and raining, we're going on it. On the rapids. I'll go on the rapids. On the rapids, yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, and and because uh, I'm looking, is there other other areas still besides the the dinosaur? Oh, you've caught me. Oh, yes, there is. We have the um, farmyard area as well, which is the children's area. Okay, and I also see they have some, um, like, spooky witch-themed rides. Is that a separate area, or...? Witch-themed rides? Yeah, like, um, they have teacups in the shape of... Uh, cauldrons and the octopus. Oh no, that's a pirate theme then. Or not? Yes, yes, the octopus is in the pirates area. That's correct. Okay. Well, let's get into the dinosaurs then. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yes, so Dinosaur Land is brand new for 2022 it mm-hmm. was originally planned for 2021 but obviously oh, okay. it's been pushed back by a year 
Um, mm. But the park are actually happy that they've had more time to work on it because mm. it means that the product, which is now open, is better than what they would have imagined if they opened it last year. So mm -hmm. that's great to see. And um, it's actually a two-phase project. Um, so part two will be coming in 2023 with three new attractions. Mm -hmm. um, so currently, um, before Dinosaur Land, that area of the park was an African-themed land. Um, oh, okay. So they've removed half of that and built Dinosaur Land. And the other half is still there, but will be re renovated over the coming um, close season. Also to include in the dinosaur area then? Yeah, so the dinosaur okay. area is pretty big and with the expansion coming for next year, it's going to be probably the biggest area in the park in terms of footprint. Okay, okay. And so they opened their eighth coaster there. Yes, I can't believe they have eight. I thought it was six or seven, but... Obviously. Yeah, it's I, a nice lineup. Yeah, exactly. So yes, um brand new for this year is the um Mac powered coaster, T Rex family coaster, um which is obviously from Mac Rides. Um, <laughs> and um it is themed to so that kind of the concept of the whole land, not but also integrating the roller coaster is the idea of the land, it's not so much, if you've been to, for example, um, Lost Kingdom at Portons Park, um, the dinosaurs okay. kind of just surround you from the minute you enter. Whereas the idea with Dinosaur Land at Joe Summerland is that um, you're kind of in a base camp area and you have mm -hmm. to go on the attractions to see the dinosaurs. So you can't okay. just... It's difficult to just watch, but what's great is the attractions are really for the whole family. So it's mm -hmm. not like, oh, you can only go on this attraction, but you have to be a thrill seeker to see the dinosaurs. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so on the um, on the new roller coaster, they have an onboard soundtrack and you, mm -hmm. yeah, you just get taken around past all the dinosaurs uh, in the reserve. So it's quite exciting. Um, it's actually one of the slower Mac powered coasters I've been on, oh. um, which was interesting because I was expecting it to be sort of more like, you know, Alpine Express at Europa Park. Mm -hmm. um, if that was, if that's the correct name, um, I was yeah. expecting it to have more of that sort of high speed kick, but the whole layout was taken pretty slowly, um, so it gives you a really good chance to to actually see the dinosaurs which is which is the mm. purpose of the of the ride of course and is it one or two laps two laps okay the second lap does go a little bit faster than the first as well so you sort oh, of okay. get, get a warm-up into it um mm. yeah that's like max and moritz and efteling yes which i'm yet to do <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, so that's one of the major attractions. Um, and the other major attraction is the brand new Dino Expedition, mm -hmm. um, which is probably the park's first ever attempt at a semi-dark ride. Oh. Um, I'm going to call it a semi-dark ride because it's a tracked ride and most of it is outside, but there is a dark ride section. 
Okay. Um, which I'm not going to spoil what's in the dark ride section in the ah. podcast. Um, but but it is lovely. The theming's really good. Um, and yeah, you get taken around all the dinosaurs again through the reserve. Um, and yeah, that's definitely a must do. I think what I would say is we did have to queue a little bit longer for that one. It was really popular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the throughput Makes sense. Is, yeah, and the throughput is a bit lower of it as well compared to the coaster, for example. Um, but I would actually say it's probably one of the must-do rides in the park because it is so good and it's been really well executed. So don't just think, oh, it's a, you know, it's for kids because it's actually, it is actually a really good attraction. Hmm, yeah, so the tip is to first do that one and then the coaster if you start your journey there. Yeah, and I would probably, you know, on a normal day, I'd probably recommend maybe if you get there early to go there first, because with it being the new area, it mm-hmm. did have the longest queues of the day was obviously in the dinosaur land. So if you can kind of beat the crowds to the area, all right at the end of the day, because we went back right at the end of the day and there weren't mm. any queues anymore. So um, so that's, that's probably the best tactics um, for dinosaur land this year. And did they have any special foods there? So at the moment, they just have some takeaway stalls. But I am hoping that next year with the um, second part of the expansion that um, they add some new food options because the food options around the rest of the park are really good. So it would make sense. But we'll have to wait and see. Hmm. But so, I mean, you've been talking about quite some rides now, so it seems as if it's quite a large park. Yeah, I mean, it's difficult because it's not, it's not obviously the biggest park. It's not Efteling size or Europa Park size, but it is a big park. And what I would say is our day was from 10 till 6 and we were lucky we had low crowds, but we didn't do everything in the park in one day oh okay Um, so there were things lots of smaller attractions we didn't do Um, yeah i would have loved to go on the the railway train around the park but we didn't have time they've got Mm. a crazy golf course we didn't have time for Mm. um so there's loads of things to do and actually if i could i would go there for two days Mm. um so that would be great to see something in the future in terms of on-site accommodation options mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. added into the park. They also have a water park as well. Yeah, I was about to say, so. What, but that one wasn't open yet, I suppose. No, and was the water park open at Farup when we went there or no. not? Yeah. Um, oh, it was freezing. I mean, it was four <laughs> degrees, so <laughs> that's true. But yeah, I think they, from my memory, they only opened the water park in July and August. Mm. Um, at Which Summerland. makes sense. But it's quite a big water park. Um, we did have a little peek into it. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of water parks, so mm. how the pricing structure works at the park is it's just a one price entry. And you mm-hmm. can, in the summer, you can do the water park and all the theme park in the same day. It's not mm. a separate ticket. Um, so, you know, if you want to f- spend more time in the water park, you can do that. If you want to spend more time in the theme park, you can do that. And that's quite nice. But I would personally choose to spend my time in the theme park rather than the water park. Mm. 
Yeah, I get that. I get that. Um, any other tips that we should know about the park that could help us for our visit? They do run a Halloween event in October. <laughs> ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're open for, I think, a week and a half in the holidays in October. Um, so Is that new? I don't know. Because um, I feel like a trend in the, especially the Danish parks, is to extend the opening hours. Uh, I mean, not not the opening hours. Sorry, like the the um, the calendar, the so calendar, that yeah. there's more days to visit the parks. And um, and that's an interesting conversation that I did have while I was there. Um, and obviously, when we went to Farup, it was a couple of weeks beforehand. Um, mm-hmm. And Farup has a longer season than Jaws Summerland at the moment. But Jaws mm-hmm. Summerland actually gets a higher visitor number mm. in the year, around 830,000 in the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have been told that once, at some point when accommodation does come in on site, they will... Hmm. probably be looking to extend the season to longer. Yeah, okay. And besides accommodation, what is another type of ride, what is a type of ride that they are still missing that they could use? <laughs> well, you know, my my opinion is that they could potentially use a more larger scale dark ride, mm. um, something indoors. And at the moment, with it only really being open in those summer months, mm-hmm. it warrants it less. But if it was when they do turn into more of a resort mm-hmm. on-site accommodation, um, then they'd also be looking to keep the water park open in the evenings. And, oh, yeah. Um, and then potentially be looking at a dark ride to come into the park. I know that it has been discussed, but they're waiting to mm. see the product which fits them best. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Because it's always a bit looking out there what's what fits the park and, and the capacity-wise and all that, yeah. So, okay, but so uh, y- it sounds like it's a must-do park in Europe, especially in the Scandinavian area. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's one of my favourites um, that I've been to. Um, perhaps, you know, I mean, everyone's opinion is slightly biased, so that's just my opinion. Mm. Um, but it's definitely, definitely one of my top parks in Europe. Um, so I do recommend it. It's a little bit more awkward to get to in terms yeah. of transportation. So that is kind of the factor in the way, but... If you can, I really do recommend a visit. Okay, nice. Well, if you want to read more about your Sommerland, as mentioned before, you can also find the article on our website, thecoasterkings.com. And, I mean, you can also check out our Instagram account, our TikTok, all the social media channels. And especially on the European Coaster Kings channel, you'll find content of Jus Sommerland as well. Made by James. Um, (laughs) But I think that's uh, it for uh, this episode. Please uh, review us wherever you're listening. And do not hesitate to share it with your friends as well if they are planning a visit to Joe Summerland. 
And uh, thank you, James, for everything you've told us about the park. I hope you enjoyed your visit. Yes, I really did. I'm, I'm excited to go back again at some point in the future. Aha, uh-huh. so next time I'll hope I can join you then. Alrighty, everyone, have a great ending of your day if it's not already at the end. <laughs> um, and then I wish you good night and talk to you next time on a new episode of Coaster Kings Radio. Bye. Bye, everyone.